Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Throw Away Red to Blue. And before we do get into the story, it does contain mentions of drunk driving and alcoholism. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Telling My Fiance That His Best Friend Can't Be His Best Man? I know how it sounds. My fiance, 29 male, is an amazing guy. Sweet, funny, attractive, and hardworking. I, 29 female, was impressed with him from the moment I met him, and we've been together for six years. We are devoted to each other and working hard building our shared life. We each put a percentage of our earnings into two funds. One for our wedding, which is a year away, and another for a down payment on a home. We each pay the same percentage, but I pay a much larger amount because I went into a higher income field. We've budgeted it out pretty well. At this rate, we'll have enough to buy a home around the same time as our wedding, as planned. As to the wedding, we both wanted a small one, and my fiancé and I decided to have a destination wedding. We're paying for the entire wedding ourselves. My family's pretty poor, so I've always been saving a portion of my remaining paycheck to be able to pay for all of them to come to the wedding for free. I'm also paying for one of my bridesmaids who went into teaching and doesn't make much. My fiancé wouldn't really have the disposable cash to do that, but his family can afford to pay, somewhat wealthy, and is happy for the vacation. A problem arose last week. My fiancé's best friend Tom, 30 male, who he asked to be his best man, got in an accident. It was likely entirely his fault, and he was riding his motorcycle drunk. He suffered significant injuries is going to have some major medical bills and admitted to my fiancé he doesn't think he can afford to come. My fiancé wants to pay for him, several thousand dollars, and lend him money to help cover his medical bills. But especially with everything going on, my fiancé does not have and is unlikely to be able to get the money to do either. I could afford to do both, but I don't want to. Truthfully, I can't stand his friend. He often rides or drives drunk does not have a job, makes snarky comments about my fiancé that he insists are just jokes, but I know actually affect my fiancé, and lives in his parents' basement while ignoring their well-being. I was willing to have him up there as a best man because my fiancé considers him a brother and it's his choice. I wasn't happy about it, but I wasn't about to throw a tantrum about it. But with everything going on, my fiancé suggested taking a huge chunk of our savings for a house to help, and I said no got in a huge fight and he called me selfish and cruel at which point i lost it told him his loser friend did this to himself and there was no way in hell i'd pay for anything for his sorry ass i ended by saying if he can't afford to come he can't be your best man he hasn't spoken to me since last night and slept on the couch but i think i'm on solid footing i wonder if i went too far am i the asshole hope he adds further information in the comments and says just wanted to clarify I'm not paying for most of my friends. Most of our friends are young, without kids, and with good incomes, who travel a lot anyway. We chose a destination wedding in part because two of our close friends had one last year that a group of us went to and enjoyed. We told our friends our plans before making arrangements and made clear 
that we wouldn't be upset if anyone couldn't or didn't want to join due to the costs. One friend I'm paying for is one of my oldest friends who I knew wouldn't be able to afford it because she chose to go into teaching. She also came to the wedding last year. After several of us pulled funds to pay for her because she chose a meaningful, needed and underpaid profession. Since I wanted her as a bridesmaid, I just told her straight up that I would pay for her. Same with my family. They mostly don't have much money, so I've been putting aside part of my paycheck, outside of what we put into shared accounts, to pay for it. If I wouldn't spend it on them, that money would be going into my retirement account. I am able to do that because I chose a more stressful profession to ensure I'd be able to build up funds. My fiancé intentionally chose a less demanding profession that he really enjoys but that pays way less than he could make with his degree. Because he has less concerns about money. His family is well off, so he never worried about being able to pay for their retirement or medical care. As a result, he has more free time, more enjoyment of his job, but does not have disposable cash right now. So, I'm happy to pay for my friend and my family because I chose to sacrifice a lot of career enjoyment to ensure I will be able to have extra money for things like this. My friends and family have done nothing wrong. His friend does not deserve anything from me and moreover, I'm not interested in enabling his shitty behavior by bailing him out and paying for a free vacation. I'm not actually paying for my friend or family out of the joint account. My fiance and I pay a big percentage each of our own incomes into joint accounts for various things. But we each keep the remainder of our paychecks as our own personal spending money. I usually spend mine on small things for me, on things for us like our yearly vacations or on my retirement funds. I pay for my friends and family. I've been putting less into my retirement fund, but none of it comes out of our shared funds. I keep paying the full agreed upon amounts, isn't those? And there was a lot of comments on this one with varied opinions and Pinapp says, everyone sucks here slash not the arsehole. You don't get to choose his best man. I feel like these issues come up a lot and I think folk tend to gloss over the significant underlying issues often present in these situations and instead focus on the objective merits of their grievances with the individual at issue. The real issue is that your fiancé is devoted to an individual you don't like or respect for what seems to be some pretty valid reasons. Example, drunk driving treats your fiancé poorly. You don't need to love and understand all of our partner's friends and relationships, but a disagreement of this caliber, especially over a non-family member, is a red flag. Ultimately, this is an issue of values and I'd really encourage you to work through this with your partner before getting married. You, of course, are not obligated to pay this person's medical bills or for him to travel to your wedding. You also have the right to be clear with your fiancé that you take issue with him using his own money for this purpose to the extent that it has any impact on you. For instance, increasing your own financial burden with regards to the wedding. Opie responded and says, You're right, and this is a very insightful response. I think I did go too far in my last line, but this does come down to an issue of values. And while I know this guy is one of his oldest friends, I don't believe we would be bailing him out for his reckless, selfish choices from a moral standpoint or a practical one. I don't want to set it as a precedent that this is okay to impair our joint funds for his friend who is just an awful person that endangers others and expects others to clean up his messes at 30. This my pity party says not the arsehole. It's not your responsibility to use your hard-earned savings to pay for a drunk driver's mistake. However, I think it would be fair if you guys are paying for your teacher friend and you can pay for his best man to attend. I just don't think he deserves the extra money for the hospital bills. Opie says thanks. Just to clarify, I wouldn't object if my fiancé wanted to use his personal funds to pay for his friend to come, especially since that is what I'm doing with my friend. I've been setting aside money for my personal spending money to do it. 
The issue is that my fiance doesn't have enough extra personal spending money to do it. And I don't want him to use our shared funds set aside for the house. And I am definitely unhappy about the idea of using my personal spending funds to pay for his friend. That's really the issue. Negative Zero says everyone sucks here. First and foremost, obviously, is Tom. Repeatedly drink driving on a motorcycle is just immensely stupid. Secondly, your husband impacting your savings so heavily is a foolish move. And it's not selfish or cruel to put your entire future on hold so you can pay for his friend's mistakes. Lastly, on you. You're obviously mostly in the right here, but I don't necessarily agree with refusing to let him come to the wedding at all. Paying for your whole family to come as well as a friend too is pretty unfair to your fiancé. While at face value it's fair that you are both contributing an equal percentage of your paychecks, your higher earnings allow you more freedom to do things you want to he's unable to do. You paying for multiple people while he's not allowed to pay for his expected best man is really unfair and brings an unfortunate power dynamic with the finances that could be tricky once married. I feel the best compromise is to agree to paying for his travel and lodging arrangements as you're doing for your family. And for any of his medical bills should come solely from any of your fiance's extra money that doesn't impact your future plans. Opie replies and says thank you for this perspective. I will admit that I haven't thought too much about the difference in income. He chose a profession that pays less but that he enjoys more. Whereas I chose one that pays more but I enjoy significantly less. I stress because growing up poor made me driven to ensure that neither myself nor anyone I loved had to go without. You are right. There's a power dynamic there because I have a lot of disposable income. And truthfully, if it were anyone else he had invited, family or friends, I would pay in a heartbeat. It wouldn't even be a discussion. This friend just makes my skin crawl and the idea that my hard work and stress would go to bailing out someone who refuses to take any responsibility for himself and put other people's lives in danger makes me sick. I don't want to pay for him the way I pay for my family or friends because quite frankly, he doesn't deserve anything from me. And I absolutely don't want to set a precedent that we would ever be supporting him in situations like this. Nonetheless, I see your point and it may be best if I learn to get over myself and try to support my partner, at least to the extent reasonable. I will definitely consider this suggestion as a possible compromise. Jack Not Name says not the arsehole, you need to sit your fiancé down and tell him point blank that he is asking his fiancé to sacrifice her values and risk the down payment for your future house for a man who frequently drives drunk and is currently in a situation of his own making. Personally, I wouldn't be able to remain friends with someone who drives drunk. Putting your own life in danger, I don't really care, but risking other people's lives, that makes you among the lowest of the low in my mind. Your fiancé needs a serious re-evaluation of his morals. Opie says I have the same view. People can be as self-destructive as they want, but I cannot respect or support someone who is destructive towards others. My fiancé and I have spoken about this friend a few times, and while he completely understands my issues with him, he still feels responsible for him, cares about him, and feels obligated to help him turn his life around. And one final question from Jay who says, My question is, why is this all falling on your shoulders? If drunk Tom wants to attend your wedding and stand by your fiancé that badly, Surely, drunk Tom can find some other means of making that happen besides the bank of red to blue. OP says, lol, that made me smile and I needed that. Drunk Tom has no savings. For years, he mooched off his parents and left to live with his uncle because his parents were insisting he get a job or move out. His uncle eventually kicked him out because he wouldn't contribute anything to the household. He came back to live at his home with his parents, still no job, and continuously invites some of his less savory friends to stay at the house even though his mum is immunocompromised, has cancer and is undergoing chemo, so his parents haven't kicked him out. 
but they are so fed up they are refusing to help at all with his medical expenses or send him to our wedding. I can't really blame them. And now that he's injured, he probably won't be able to get a job for a while since he has not held a job for more than three months in his entire life as far as I know. I don't know that he is even eligible for unemployment or disability, so he really doesn't have many options. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So OP does edit the post after the comments and then gives an update a bit later, but it says thank you to everyone that was responded. I'll try to work through all of those this evening. I just wanted to make an edit based on a question slash issue a lot of people have brought up, our finances. To clarify, we have talked about everything, especially financial expectations. Make sure we're on the same page. My fiance's dad is a family law attorney. As soon as it became clear we're in for the long term, he sat us down, discussed with us the common pitfalls he saw that ended relationships. He gave us his advice to avoid them. His advice revolves largely around open communication and setting expectations and boundaries early, especially around money. So when we each graduated, we talked about the career paths we wanted. My fiance decided he'd rather take a lower paying job with normal hours, less stress and more time outside of work. He wasn't worried about helping his parents out later in life because they are very well set up. He also wasn't worried that much about developing a big retirement account because he's very likely to inherit enough to survive on comfortably. I, on the other hand, likely will not have any inheritance and will want to provide for my parents' medical expenses in retirement as they get older. I also have a good amount of student loan debt. He doesn't because his parents could afford to pay for it. And while we both really enjoy traveling, He'd be willing to cut back on it significantly to have an easier job year round. I wouldn't want to burden him with those costs, the ones that I brought into the relationship, as I feel that would naturally cause resentment, especially if it meant he had to work a job he enjoyed less to help share the cost with me. I took a high-stress job that I don't enjoy and requires me to work longer hours, but I pays significantly more. We agreed we each should be able to make that choice and decided a fair way to handle finances would be to, one, create a joint account for common expenses, rent, bills, food, entertainment, work clothes. At his father's suggestion, we put in writing specifically what the fund could be used for. Agreed that anything outside that list would need to be approved by both of us, and that if the account is dissolved, we each get back what we put in, and we split any interest evenly. We each pay in 35% of our incomes. Because of the differences in our incomes, about 80% of the fund would ultimately come from my income, which I think is reasonable because we are a team. We're building a life together and the difficulties of my job invariably affect him too. Two, we create other joint savings accounts as needed for new projects, each the same way, with a written agreement as to what they can be used for. We have one for the house, each pay 20% of our incomes, and one for the wedding, 
each pay 10%. Three, we each keep the remaining 35% of our personal spending. My fiance does not have that much left over. He's taken out pre-taxes for a 401k and he uses the rest for his car and a few hobbies. Right now, he voluntarily went part-time because his workplace was going to need to fire people if they didn't get volunteers due to the current situation. We're in a good position otherwise, so he has pretty much no disposable income. I have a ton, but it mostly goes towards yearly vacations for us, my student loans. I'm paying twice what is owed each month to pay them down. My retirement account, an account set up for my parents' future expenses, and my car payments. Right now is also going towards helping with his car payments and hobbies. So yes, I could cut back on certain things, and he'd be able to pay for his friend, but it would affect those other things that I've worked hard for. I realized this system would not work for everyone, but it works for us, and I'm definitely not financially abusing my fiance. So OP does update the post and they said it's been a little over two months since my original post and a lot has happened. In the days after that argument, my fiance and I had a number of heart to hearts. We each apologized for how we behaved. He admitted that his friend has done some terrible things and after some soul searching that he and his friend do not have a healthy relationship. He loves the guy as his friend has been there for him through some tough times but knows Tom needs to change. I thought hard about several of the comments made on the original post and made a tough choice. I told him that I hated the idea of bailing Tom out and would never agree to help with his medical bills, but provided Tom made some effort to change, I'd pay for him to come to the wedding with my own separate funds. I love my fiance more than anything and I don't want anything to mar our wedding or the start of our marriage. Long story short, we sat down with Tom's parents, who were also fed up with him and had previously refused to help with any bills, to discuss the best way to help him. We all ultimately agreed that we would cover some of his costs, us the wedding and his parents the medical bills, but only if he accepted responsibility for what he's done and hit some concrete milestones towards changing, including successfully completing a program at an inpatient treatment facility for his addictions. All four of us sat down with him to make this offer. I won't go into details, but it didn't go well. My fiance finally lost it and told Tom it stuck for him through all these years of shitty choices and that if Tom wouldn't get help, he didn't even want him as a friend, much less a best man. Tom told us all to fuck off. We hadn't seen or heard from him since, and it has been incredibly hard on my fiancé. Then, this past weekend, my fiancé received a text from Tom. It wasn't long, but thanked for everything he had done for Tom, apologized for everything, and let him know he was on his way to a treatment facility. He hoped he could stand at my fiancé's side at our wedding, like my fiancé had always stood at his. My fiancé is trying to be cautious but it clearly meant so much to him and I know he believes against all the odds that his friend will become a better man. I have my doubts but you know what, I hope he does too. Thanks to everyone who gave me advice, let me feel heard and help me become a little better as well. And there was a whole bunch of different kinds of comments below this one, picking the story apart if you like. Some people saying, you know, that they're glad Tom is looking to seek help and that they they hope he continues to go down that path and, and gets into recovery and stays on that path. Other people talking about the financial situation and talking about possibly financial abuse in reverse. That she's paying for the majority of what they have, you know. That she pays a lot towards their funds and he seems to just pay for his hobbies and all this kind of thing because, you know, one day he's going to get a big inheritance. Other people responding to that and saying, you know, but that's her choice to have a, a super high paying job. She could be more comfortable like him and, you know, they could 
be on a more even footing in terms of finances. Obviously, they wouldn't have as much savings, etc., etc. But, and the phrase that I saw many, many times throughout this post is saying, you've got to hit rock bottom to realize that there is a problem and before you can accept it and, and then seek help, which, again, they're hoping Tom has done. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Put yourself in their position. Either one. How would you handle it? How would you deal with this situation? What do you think about it? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time are always appreciated. Thank you so much for being a part of it. And, and don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you to click on and it will automatically scroll through the videos for you. So whatever you're up to, you doing a bit of drawing today? Maybe a bit of baking? Who knows? Tell me what cake you're making. Don't forget to send me those pics at Mark Narration on Twitter. It will continue to play those videos in the background whilst you're listening. Thank you so much and I hope I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.